Welcome to the Core Women Podcast. My name is Dr. Summer Watson. I'm a doctor of psychology, podcaster, published author, coach, producer of documentary empowerment films, and empowerment seminars. This podcast is a special place for the hearts and souls of women. It is a place where women share their journeys, strength, resiliency, strategy, and passions. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Laura Staley, who is the founder of Cherish Your World, where Laura passionately helps people thrive by guiding them to a holistic transformation of space, heart, mind, body, and soul. She has her PhD in political science, is an author, is certified with the Western School of Feng Shui, and a columnist and contributing writer for Biz Catalyst 360. We have so much to talk about, so let's get right into this, Laura, and welcome. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Summer. It's, a, it's an honor and a privilege um, to be with you today. Thank you so much, Laura. So I'm going to get right into this because we do have a lot to talk about. So I want you to give us a glimpse of your journey. And if you would, could you please touch on some of the key moments in your journey that stand out for you or were starting points or triggers towards your own personal transformation? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a great question. Oh, there were so, there's so many pivot points. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, okay. So one, I'll just touch on um, a handful. It's kind of like, uh, okay, uh, we're watching It's a Wonderful Life and here we go. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> okay. So I'm nine years old in a household that was really, really dysfunctional, really, really tough, really challenging. You know, um, a mom with emotional, mental, undis undistinguished, but clearly, wow, just not healthy ways of interacting with me and us kids and my dad, et cetera. Um, and I had this sexual molestation and all this crazy and bullies at school. And I had this moment where I'm looking in the mirror and it was like a God moment where this voice came down and it just said, you are love. You are here to love and be loved. We're getting out of here. Don't know how, don't know when, but you will get out of here. And it, it just, I, and I just, I literally remember I was wearing this green top and I remember looking into my eyes more. Okay, fast, fast forward to, I'm graduating now with, uh, with my PhD. And I had been told by a professor in that program, I was one of four women who said, you're just gonna have a baby. I was married throughout that program. And he just said, you're going to have a baby, you're going to leave. And, you know, kind of had those old school beliefs. And I just kind of was like that mustard, that courage and that grit to go, yeah, okay, I'm going to use that energy to actually fuel my walking across this stage. And I walked across that stage and I had been honored to teach for five years at Ohio Wesleyan University, my alma mater, which was a huge humbling, honoring experience as a part-time assistant professor. I loved that experience, honored it. And yet I knew how I wanted to celebrate my getting my PhD. Guess how I wanted to celebrate? By getting oh. pregnant. <laughs> and having what turned out to be my daughter, Nine months later, like the universe was just like, and you can't even imagine the number of people that I kept telling, you know, like my in-laws and of course, thank goodness, my then husband was down with it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm, I want to start a family. And because it was a deep 
core passion to be a mom and a full-time mom, even at a time when um, that wasn't a popular cho choice. You know, a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends just immediately, you know, or, or not maybe immediately, maybe they nursed for a couple months and then they were like right back into the workforce. I had a friend who was like, yeah, I don't want to be on that mommy train. And I'm sitting there going, I'm an engine on that train. <laughs> but I knew yeah. even in college, even as a little girl, that that being a mother was a, a passion and an expression and, and it was just like core in my soul. So, you know, like being one of the four in a PhD track, you know, and now I'm like one of, you know, a hundred who's choosing to be a full-time mm -hmm. mother. So that was a pivot moment. And then we have a flood of our finished basement. Um, I, the kids are really little. I've now ha have my second child. So by the way, yes, I, I, I walked away from the field of political science. Being wow. Academic, okay. all together. You know, like all together. I remember the moment that I kept, you know, On Liberty by John Stuart Mill. I kept that book. I still have that book to this day, but I literally let go of all my graduate notes, all the notes that I had created mm. when I taught those five, for five years at Ohio Wesleyan University, I let it all go. I did, I did clutter clearing before I knew what clutter clearing was, right? right. You know, but I knew that full-time parenting was part of my passionate path. And I, and I loved it and learned it and knew I had to break the cycle from what I had grown up with. So it was actually a very sacred, profound and powerful walk to be a, a, a full-time parent and resolve all the traumas uh, inside or, or definitely have at it, right? Because I had right. patterns that I needed to break with my young kids. So then mm -hmm. we have this flood and my son is like 18 months old. My daughter is, you know, and it's Valentine's night, five inches of water, you know, rain, snow, broken pipe, you know, just all the, and, mm -hmm. you know, a month late and we lose a lot of belongings. And a month mm -hmm. later, I'm with a relative who says, oh my gosh, you're just going to love feng shui. It's about, and I'm like, feng shui, well, I don't know what this is. And she goes, no, no, no. And, and this, this relative at the time had a beautiful home. I loved her home. It was such an inspiration to me. And she goes, no, it's about having your physical space really inspire you. So she hands me this book by Tara Catherine Collins, The Western Guide to Feng Shui Room by Room. I open it up and I just open it up and it says, live with belongings that you love. And I'm like, wait, what? It's stuff. It's stuff. I right, just lost right. a lot of stuff. Right. right. And, yeah, right. and yet I'm right. like intrigued because I'm like, whoa, really? Sure. And then I, I read the entire book because she's like, oh, just take it. I'll get another copy. It's, it's okay. Just take it with you. So I finish it on the plane. I walk back into our house. So it was a finished basement that's be still be in process of being restored. And I look around and I have this unbelievable aha moment that's double, that's layered, right? The first aha is I'm surrounded by hand-me-downs that I loathe. Wow. Mm. Like, no, because it's like belongings that you love. I'm like, okay, oh my God, I have belongings that I despise. Right. And, and then the deeper aha was like, oh my gosh, I have a hand-me-down life. Now, mind you, wow. mind you that I loved being a parent. I still love being a mom. My kids are grown now, 
but it was just like, oh my God, I had these scripts handed to me, including PhD and political science. And then they wanted me to be a Senator. And then so-and-so says, you need to be this and that, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, I had been an accumulator of people handing me scripts of who I should be and what I should do with my life energy. And a lot of that did, you know, happen to come from my, my parents. And, you know, especially my mom, and it would shape shift every single day, <laughs> you know, one day she'd be right. happy that I was a mom, but the next day she was like, you need to be the first woman president. I'm like, can you imagine? Oh, my God. Well, I think that we have these, not these moments, but during our life, we have people imposing their values and beliefs upon us. And we don't realize that's happening until we're able to step back and get to this age and we go, hmm. What do I value? What is my passion? How do I look at this? How do I know? And until you start doing some of your own personal work about what values you are actually in congruence with and walking in congruence with, there is when you start actually being able to kind of like do the work, blossom, be able to find that passion. But until you actually find your foundation of your own values, and beliefs, that's really tough. And so it sounds like when you first started those points in your life, those transition points, you began to fully recognize like, wow, okay, I'm going to be a mom. This is what I want to do. I want to break some cycles. You know, I'm going to put aside this PhD in political science because this was something that I was kind of told to do. You already had the gumption. It was already innate. You already had innate resiliency, you had that energy, that wisdom. So you were beginning to develop into yourself by saying, I am setting these boundaries or this construct that aligns with who I am versus whatever everybody else is telling me to be. So here you are, you're down in the basement, you're looking around and you're saying, I have a hand-me-down life. At this point, what did you do? Because seriously, these things have come with you probably over the years you've accumulated them. But it's funny too, that they're down in the basement. Well, actually I had lost a lot that was down in the basement. Huh. So we're not talking gotcha. about the first ah, that first was floor. intact. It, it was like, you know, beautiful. And the thing is it included jewelry and clothing. Like right. really? Like, I didn't <laughs> even know what clothes, like, like seriously. What clothes actually felt good on my body? I mean, no, wow, like, really? really? Like I had been somebody's mannequin, <laughs> you know, like wow. this is what you should wear. And this is, these are the decisions you need to eat off of. I began purging and purging and purging. And yes. I had already lost. And here's the important piece about that is I didn't immediately run out to stores or, or, well, no, I didn't have a laptop at that time, but I didn't start, you know, clicking buttons um, mostly because I didn't have a laptop at that time, but I cleared, I cleared. And then I did that deep soulful work. Like you, like you pointed to of, wow, I began asking myself, what do I actually love? What kind of clothing feels good on my body? What kind of earrings do I want to put in my ear? Do I want a third pierced? Oh, you know, like, oh my goodness. Like, and yeah. then to be able to have that clarity and become happier and more joyful in the place of that volitional freedom 
to actually express my tastes and preferences in my own home. Oh my gosh, right? Right. It's huge. It's, it was just, it was such an incredible epiphany that it springboarded me to now, you know, a lifetime passion to, to bring this kind of holistic mind, heart, space, transformation to other people so anyone else you know and of course my friends were like oh come to my house you know because I got I just got so excited like I didn't I didn't care if they paid me I was just like on fire like oh my god this 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 wisdom these ideas they're so rich and meaningful and um and it opened me and it continues to open me I mean just the other day I looked at a pair of clogs and I turned them over and I'm like oh okay these get to be donated right now they were clogs I loved but they they were worn out you know Mm -hmm. and and so it continues I continue to be a student of this wisdom and a teacher and a guide and to ask those deeper questions of people because I know in my soul that it's not just about the thing it's not about the jewelry that was a hand-me-down from whoever, right? It's right. about, oh my God, the quality life that a person wants to live and about maybe even the experiences that you want to have, right? Absolutely. Oh my God, because I don't, oh, yeah. I, I honestly don't necessarily want another bobble. That, that's just me. I, I'm not, I'm not right. judging anybody yeah. who's, who's, who's shopping right now. You know, it's the holidays and, you know, <laughs> for a real quick second and I think you made a valid point just there Laura is that you had your process yeah you determined what was right for you yes as will others yeah and so you were just full of this energy and this excitement which is you found your system you found your value you found the values that you can invest in which is investing in yourself yeah and you're willing and ready to share what you've learned. And I think that that is so critical and so important because a lot of people don't even know where to begin. And if this resonates with somebody, this is what this is all about. That is what is fantastic because somebody can pull out and say, you know what? I really like that aspect of how she learned, how she did her own self-development. So this is exciting to hear. So I want to thank you for like pointing out these really critical moments Mm -hmm. in your life that had meaning and value for you. Now I do want to kind of move on. And I have a question that kind of piggybacks on what we're talking about here. And that's about the principles of feng shui and how this practice had you blossom or you've blossomed from this knowledge, these principles. Oh God, I love that. So there are three. Um, everything has energy, right? And for mm. some people, they're like, okay, so scientific, it's the energy. If you broke things, physical things down, you can see the energy in people that they're alive with energy, that your pets are alive with energy. But the things actually are because we have stories and feelings and, emotion, and emotions and associations with our belongings. I, you know, like I remember that I was with my daughter when she helped me pick out this sweater, right? Just as an example, I know where I was when I took this photo. 
and chose mm-hmm. to have it blown up and, and, and put on the wall. So, so mm-hmm. our belongings have meaning and that's the life energy that's in them. So everything has energy, everything, mm-hmm. not just people, not just plants, not just trees, but everything. So that's the first one is alive with energy. Mm-hmm. The second mm-hmm. one is um, we're connected to everything. And so the invitation from feng shui is empower your connections. So who are you connected to? What activities are you connected to? You know, and that even includes your connection to the food that you put in the, in your body. Is it supportive of your body? The activities that you do, are they empowering and inspiring to you? And then the third is that everything is changing. And so life is dynamic. I am not the same woman I was, you know, even with our first conversation. So many things happened between our first conversation and this moment right now that I am not that same woman. So it's like, I know people can be really resistant to change and it can be scary and frightening, but it's also exciting and energizing. Uh, And again, the wisdom of feng shui, which is a 3000 year old wisdom invites us to embrace, embrace change. So empower connections, live with things that you love and embrace change because change is about evolution. It's about growth. It's about staying open to what really cool, exciting thing could happen next. And it could include difficult things, right? Mm, but, right. It, but that that's life, you know? And if we, if we live open-hearted to the change, we can, we can adapt, shift, pivot, and orient from our grounded principles and commitments and deepest values like you were pointing to earlier in our conversation. Because once a person gets really clear about their deepest, most heartfelt commitments, whatever they are, you know, and each person gets to choose that for themselves, man, that becomes your anchor no matter what big wave comes crashing over you, right? Because you'll still get up the next morning know, knowing that your deepest commitment is to quality relationships or your deepest commitment is to you know, grow your business or your deepest commitment is to your children and your family and the quality of those relationships and to loving them in new ways that you didn't even know were possible yesterday. So that they feel and experience your love, you know, like whatever that is. Yeah. Right. Great question. Thank you so much. And I think that you have touched on so many important things here. First of all, I asked the question about the principles, because I think a lot of times we leave people at a point of inspiration and we go, Ooh, we've left them inspired. But what happens is a lot of times I feel like we didn't leave them and we're kind of failing in our in giving back in that we didn't give them tools to utilize. Here, we're giving tools to utilize. We're saying you're alive with energy. We're connected. You're empowering these things. Everything has life. So what does that mean? That has meaning. There is a process there. There are tools there. There are things to think about. And as you begin to put these things into practice, to adopt these things into your life, to understand how to use these things, that next flooded basement 
isn't going to be like, oh my gosh, the basement is flooded. It's going to be like, okay, the basement's flooded and we've got this. This is okay. Exactly. We've got this. Exactly. Or, oh my gosh, I just got my PhD. I'm pregnant. No, this is a gift. This is how I go through this. And this is how I honor this. So there's tools here. And I love that because this is why a lot of times I take these questions step by step by step because it's a process. There is it, it parallels a process that people go through in their lives. And I love you being able to tell me about your life story, what you value, what you found to value, how you now live your life and the process that you went through to attain these kind of principles and adopt them into your life and how you utilize them. So I'm going to move on because it leads to my next question. Can you talk about your business and how that developed, how Cherish Your World developed? Oh, wow. Uh, so I got trained and certified in uh, 2000. Um, well, I did the training in 2000. Three. So in back of that book, <laughs> there was information yeah. about <laughs> training. Ah, okay. So I, I did that. It was the best. And uh, there was all this homework and it was like the best homework I ever did in my whole life. Right. Cool. Um, seven day immersive and then additional work we had to complete uh, to be certified. So I was certified in 2004 and launched Cherish Your World. Now I was still a full-time parent. So it was, it was still a <laughs> extremely part-time and yet I kept at it cut a word of mouth and you know and eventually got a website that that web designer unfortunately died of cancer at a very young age but he empowered me with with tools and then I and then I got the opportunity to upgrade and then I had the whole life implode right because they're you know the implodes just keep going right and so back in 2015 or 2014, sorry, um, my 22-year marriage came to an end uh, the same day that my daughter, I drove my daughter off to college. Yeah, quite mm-hmm. a day. Um, and at, in the space of, gosh, do I get a survival job? Do I, you know, and yet I kept standing up at this business networking and saying, oh my gosh, you know, blah, 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 cherish your world, da, 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 da. And the facilitator of that business networking, uh, Ken Lazar, who I will forever be grateful for, you know, looked at me at one point and said, Laura, you must do this. This is your heart and soul passion. And I just, I got tears in my eyes because he saw, he saw and heard me beyond what I thought because I was so full of fears (laughs) at that juncture. And yet I was like, oh, yes, yes, I can do this. I can do this. So back in 2015, I went all in. My son, you know, left. He went to Georgia and then out to California marriage had ended, daughter's off in college. Wow. I went from full-time mom with two kids and two dogs to single woman with one dog (laughs) because I lost a dog and there was so much loss. I mean, so much loss. And I downsized and I moved to a whole new house. And so then it became, oh, wow. I didn't even know what LinkedIn was. So, but I, I, I get on LinkedIn, I, I get on Facebook, I, you know, and the writing continues and I publish a book 
in 2016, uh, Let Go Courageously and Live With Love. It's these stories with ideas, you know, from these lived experiences from my, from my mm-hmm. own life with, with gentle suggestions for people and questions to ask yourself. Because I know how I don't see myself as this, you know, bossy person. And then uh, two years ago, was blessed to move to Black Mountain, North Carolina. And so mm. I, and, and now in the space of the pandemic, honestly, uh, I had that aha moment, like, oh my gosh, I can Zoom consult with anybody in the world. Now I had a consult not too long ago uh, with a woman in Columbus, Ohio, because on my website right now, it says Columbus, Ohio and Black Mountain, you know, at the Asheville area of North Carolina. Right. But I'm like, oh my God, we're all on Zoom. And, and people can show me their spaces right. with their laptop. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, cause I, I was very attached to walking into spaces to serve clients. I really wanted to work. My love is working with residential clients and I have absolutely served small business owners at, in their business space and worked with them to arrange and ask those deeper questions of what were they creating for their business that, you know, what was challenging and what they wanted to create. But I think my favorite people to work with are residential folk. And, um, and then also anybody who's curious, right. Who just wants to know how do I, how do I have a quality life? Right. Mm -hmm. So that emotional intelligence, the shedding limited beliefs and asking those deeper questions of a person. So we can start anywhere, start with that cluttered drawer and then all the thoughts that and emotions that come up as you touch all those things, you know, because it's not just, oh, what sparks joy? It's like, oh, what might spark grief, (laughs) you know, and maybe you want to hold on to that because it helps you grieve. Um, And uh, yeah, so my business has been an, an evolution and an absolute um, expression of grit and growth and perseverance and being unstoppable because divorce and, uh, and finance and, uh, you know, and, yeah. and yet, you know, that deep, having done so many, having these moments of do, doing the deeper work, I knew it's my, soul's calling and it's just kind of expanded to what I like calling holistic transformation because that just feels inclusive of the inner work so I'm not just about you know because I've had people go isn't it flower arranging and I'm like nope (laughs) right yes if you love fresh flowers in your house put them everywhere that you love fresh flowers so I'm not you know saying it that it's but that's just a tiny little piece of what this wisdom can can bring to people in the, in altering the quality of their lives. So as my own life has transformed and I'm now living in this beautiful, the most soulful place, uh, like it's my piece of heaven on earth, Black Mountain, North Carolina. It is the most beautiful, exquisite place that I could have ever chosen to live with a, a love relationship. Right. And it's like, okay, I'm walking the talk. And I'm not perfect at this. You know, like I have friends who are like talking to me, go, okay, Laura, really, seriously, what's it, what's in your nightstand right now? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I have a moment because I've like I've taught them, <laughs> you know, and so they're asking me the same questions that I asked them, you know, a month ago. And they're like, uh, you know, and so but it, but it's so great, right? Because then because then you become a, a team for one another, and it's like that moment where I'm looking at those clogs and going, Oh yeah, these need to, these need to be. 
yeah, I'm no, you know, I'm no longer walking around in, you know, broken shoes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And again, there is a great analogy, you know, the broken shoes. <laughs> it started out as maybe a little broken. And now we know what we need to do with those broken shoes. Yeah. And yeah. that is move them on. Yeah. You know, they had their time, they had their place. Now, now it's time to go move on. And so you've written two books, live inspired, let go courageously and live with love, transform your life with feng shui and second book, cherish your world gift book, a hundred tips to enhance your home and life. So that is fantastic. Two books and you've come through this journey three i've got three summer oh you have three books okay you have another okay what's the other i'm sorry live inspired it just launched in april oh okay thank you yeah it's essays all self-discovery well there's 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 feng shui i mean i talk about clearing clutter for sure it, that's okay. still a theme in there and letting go, you know, because gotcha. yeah, so, so, so sorry to interrupt. You. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. I'm glad you did. Thank you so much because on your bio, I only saw two. So I want to make, that is fantastic. So where would people find these books? Um, okay. So um, Sacred Stories Publishing, uh, okay. Amazon. So Let Go Courageously and Live Inspired. They could go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Uh, live inspired independent bookstores also and i love supporting independent bookstores so it's available that that way Um, and then the cherish your world gift book is only available through my website so if they were to go to cherishyourworld.com i will mail out that that book to them because i i have those copies and worked with a a promotional person to uh for to create the gift book yeah Fantastic. Well, thank you for that information. Now, as we come to the close of our interview, I always like to ask one last question. And that is, if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? Find the courage to deeply love yourself and value yourself. I know a lot of women struggle with worthiness And so it's like this process of shedding what I call the fear shame and going deep, deep inside to know your worth and dignity and and value and uh, to let go of what other people have said about what's possible for you because they had no clue. They have no clue what's possible for you. But you do, you know, deep, deep in your heart, that's where it lives in your heart. You know what's possible for you. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Laura, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Thank you, Summer. It was an utter joy to be with you and in this conversation. Thank you so, so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. If you would like to connect with Laura, you can find her at LinkedIn at Laura Staley one, cherishyourworld.com, loveyourspacelovyourlife.com, on Facebook at Laura Staley Cherish, and on Instagram at Cherish Your World. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. 
If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at info at corewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women, and please stay tuned for continued growth of the Core Women movement. Let's grow and drive change together. 